episode 9 of our Industrial Real Estate Podcast. Uh, I'm Edison Vasquez. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, on this episode, we'll be discussing the latest statistics for the second quarter of 2020 of the industrial real estate market here in Miami, Florida. Uh, the more uh, curious statistics that, um, that we saw this quarter is that we uh, crossed an important mark in the inventory of industrial space. For the first time ever, we saw the uh, inventory, that's the total space of uh, industrial or warehouse space in, in, in Miami, cross 250 million square feet, so a quarter of a billion square feet of total space. So that's, uh, that's very impressive on, on the growth it's had over the last uh, decade. I remember when I started uh, 10 years ago, it was about 225, 228 million square feet. So to reach that 250 million square feet of industrial space is, uh, is really impressive and, and it shows the strength of the market in, here in, in Miami. Um, but so uh, without uh, far delay, um, we'll go over the, the statistics. We'll give you the larger leases, larger sales in the in the um, in the market, and uh, we'll we'll, show, we'll give you an overview of our of our um, feature listing, and then um, we'll, we'll give you, give you our take on what we're seeing on the effects of this uh, COVID nineteen on the industrial real estate. So uh, vacancy rate. Um, if you follow me on the screen, the uh, vacancy rate for um, for industrial space in this quarter uh, was uh, increased from the last quarter it went up to 5.3 percent versus 4.7 percent for the first quarter uh, the average lease rate for industrial space was uh, twelve dollars and fifty five cents per square foot industrial gross versus um, twelve dollars and fifty three cents um, on the, on the first quarter so um, similar um, lease rates the vacancy rate increased a little bit as new deliveries of new space some subleases that came on the market so it, it increased the total uh, available space um, but still a very very low vacancy rate as a lot of spaces are not functional they're um, they're overpriced so uh, in reality there's a lot less vacant space than this actually shows um, on uh, for sale prices, we saw um, uh, an average sale price of $155 per square foot compared to $154 per square foot uh, in the first quarter. So again, very similar rate, not much uh, difference in the in the average sale prices. There were still transactions happening during this quarter, both for sale and lease. Um, over the last uh, 12 months, we saw a uh, sale volume of about 1.7 billion um, dollars of, uh, of industrial space being traded. Um, a lot of um, portfolios uh, or investment funds selling to each other and also um, users buying in, uh, spaces for, for themselves. So um, those, those were counted in the, in this, in the second quarter of, um, of 2020. Um, We'll give you the what were the largest leases for uh, for these uh, for this quarter. So we'll go to Coastar and give you. There were two actually the Amazon leased um, space, um, one for um, one for um, st uh, storage and the other one for um, warehouse space. So. Um, so the first one that we saw was um, Amazon leased uh, 216,000 square feet at uh, um, 
at um, a Beacon Lakes is a development uh, west of the Turnpike that uh, lease was for 216,000 square feet. They took a brand new, a brand new building of 260,000 square feet. Um, that is uh, this 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 uh, uh, project is actually is located um, west of the Turnpike, uh, west of the city, and um, but it's one of the newest and the, has the most capacity to accommodate uh, large tenants. Um, it's it's a master plan or uh, development. Um, over the last uh, decade or so that has accommodated and that's actually where Amazon started the first footprint that Amazon had was there for about 350,000 when they first started seven years ago or so um, the second lease um, same related to related to Amazon it jumps back east of uh, east of the airport and that um, it was a old manufacturing facility at uh, 5700 Norwest uh, 37th Avenue. This was an old manufacturing facility east of uh, the airport. Again, we discussed in our last podcast, the last mile delivery, the closer to the population. This is an, an old manufacturing facility, not your typical distribution with lots of docks or high ceilings, but it's, um, it's, a man, it's an old manufacturing facility that, um, that was on the rail and um, Amazon uh, signed a lease on it to um, for uh, a different project um, that well, I'm, I'm not sure what the project is but it's, it's definitely not your typical distribution facility that where you have a um, uh, hundred 200 dogs with um, high ceilings so this would be a, a very unique facility but it meets the criteria that we discussed last week last mile this is a, a site that is um, in the middle of an all manufacturing center but it has a phenomenal location that uh, services and reaches uh, millions of people within 10-15 minutes of of, uh, of this location so it, it meets the, the criteria for, for Amazon and, uh, and the e-commerce growth um, the next lease um, was a caterpillar actually same sign during this uh, this this COVID-19 they, they took 115,000 square feet at um, one of the newer developments in the, in the North Miami area at the Eastview uh, Commerce Center it's a master plan uh, development by Panatoni they took um, 115,000 square feet um, in this in this park um, this development in particular used to be a golf course, uh, actually Westview, and it was renamed as Eastview Commerce Center by this uh, by the developer uh, Panatonia. Great project. Uh, we've toured with a couple of our, of our tenants in there. Great project. Um, great um, uh, landlord, solid, and uh, again, also it also meets the criteria of the last mile delivery, where it is very close to um, the population. Is east of the airport and an easy access to the major highways I-95, I-75, and um, you see very close to this park. There's a lot of food distributions, which they love to to be close to the rail and close to uh, the main the main highways. Um, the next um, the next lease was an 80,000 square feet in uh, in North Miami. It was uh, it was a medical company. Uh, no surprise at least um, 80,000 um, 80, square feet at um, 
4310 Northwest um, Northwest 215th Street. This is a development by Bridge, um, the the industrial developer. They um, they they uh, acquired this land um, a few years ago. Um, again, a long process because it was an, uh, a former uh, close to a landfill area, and but it's another phenomenal location where it's right on the border of um, Miami-Dade and Broward County. It faces the Turnpike, and uh, UPS took a, a big space, and it's one of the largest developments uh, so far, and one of the, the few, if not the only, park that can offer uh, a major, major tenant over million square feet of industrial space if needed so this um, medical company uh, Novo Health Services took 80,000 square feet at, at this location and um, the last lease that we want to mention here happened at a, at a building uh, or, or a site that uh, we sold um, a couple years ago um, and um, in Hialeah it's um, the old Winn Dixie site that you probably heard me mention in the last in the last podcast, this uh, this site was a four hundred thousand square foot old facility, and uh, on twenty acres that we sold a couple of years ago, and um, recently Lincoln Property Company they they developed this and um, and built three three facilities with uh, with capacity of up to uh, four hundred thousand square feet where they can um, deliver that to to tenants and uh, a printing company uh, Southern Printing they took about 64,000 square feet on one of the buildings um, a great sign of the strength of the market and uh, a great proof of concept that Lincoln had for developing this project east um, of Miami International Airport east of Lejeune Road that uh, confirms the the last mile delivery the last mile site that can uh, service um, hundreds of thousands if not millions of people here in here in South Florida so that is the um, the top five leases that we saw in this market um, any any questions just uh, feel free to um, let us know uh, now we're gonna move to the sales and um, it will sh show you what um, what the latest um, sales um, <clears throat> sorry about that so we're gonna go over the, the top sales one of our sales was actually um, one event of, of our office that we sold um, that we recently sold um, it was the uh, refrigerator facility that, that we sold to um, to real term um, and they are um, <clears throat> it was a, a facility that was a, 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 um, a food distribution facility leased to Sherwood and um, and now they uh, these um, real com company real term they bought it and they uh, they had a tenant in place for the next 10 years as an investment in proving the concept of cold storage cold storage facility with a phenomenal location and an excess land for parking trailer storage so um, so uh, top sales again uh, we'll show you the first sale which was one of the largest in um, 
in the um, <clears throat> in the county it was um, 157,000 square feet on about uh, um, 10 acres that um, that um, our team was able to facilitate the sale and with the real term leased to Sherwood for about uh, 10 years it traded for 26 million dollars about $165 per square foot. Um, this is a, is a phenomenal site right off the Grandview Expressway that uh, is, it helps um, um, companies access the, access the, access the, um, the population for food deliveries, for um, whenever the cruise lines come back for access to the cruise lines and at the same time making have easy access to major highways to go north, south, east or, um, or west. Um, the next sale was uh, an investment sale uh, of uh, two buildings in Medley, 10810 Northwest 92nd Terrace. This, uh, this portfolio of, of two buildings was sold to Brookfield for about uh, 20, um, uh, 26 million dollars. Um, this is uh, in South Flagler Stations. is um, is a fully lease um, two buildings that um, have um, the, have the back to uh, an FPNL land FPNL leasement that um, have extra parking for trailer storage. Um, and that's very valuable in this in this market where um, people are looking for. Um, um, for facilities that have um, that have extra land and and can accommodate um, trailers or construction material or anything that um, that cannot be stored in a warehouse and is cheaply stored in the in the in the outside parking. Um, and then if we go back to what the. The larger sales. There's also a sale on uh, um, that was um, a sale leaseback for an uh, an old manufacturing facility, but great location east of the airport, 7400 Northwest 37th Avenue, um, uh, Ram They sold it, their building, uh, 106,000 square feet for uh, 7.5 million dollars, 71 dollars a square foot. It's, it was a sale leaseback. An investment group uh, uh, from Chicago, Plague Associates, bought the facility. And uh, one of the last few sales I'll, I'll mention here, it's um, a facility in the Gradney that was sold um, to, an owner, uh, to an owner user. Great facility with rail access and um, extra land. Also very valuable in this market. It was uh, 107 um, 00 Northwest 36th Avenue. It was 121,000 square feet, all manufacturing facility um, with rail access and extra land. That one uh, traded for about $13 million, uh, which is $107 square foot. Very solid number and uh, very uh, unique building, hard to find in this area with, um, with that extra parking in the rail. So that, those are the top um, sales and leases in this market. Um, in a very active market, we saw activity continue during these during this crisis. Even though um, there were stay-at-home orders, there was still activity for sell or lease, and uh, we saw 
activity in the market, buyers getting out there, uh, making offers. Um, of course, everything's a lag, so whatever was closed or signed during this past quarter um, was uh, was um, was signed in the previous quarter. So um, this next quarter will be will be crucial to see how the activity is, how the um, uh, the leases and sales come up, so we can see the real effects of the um, COVID nineteen into the industrial real estate. Um, so I, I just want to mention during this quarter we also got uh, one of our um, our our buildings. We got um, our uh, one hundred six thousand square feet facility here in uh, in Miami. It's um, we uh, we listed um, this building at eighteen hundred Norway's eighty nine place. It's a class A facility, hard to find in the market, 106,000 square feet on about 5.8 acres. Um, it's a, it was originally a, a flower distribution company, still a refrigerated building occupied by a logistics company that uh, specializes on perishables. It's a phenomenal facility for headquarters. It features about 70,000 square feet of warehouse space, mostly refrigerated and about uh, um, 32,000 uh, square feet of phenomenal office space on three floors, executive offices, walk-in space, um, great, great modern uh, look, and has 180 degree views of, of uh, the, the lake here in Miami. And it's only uh, a few miles west of uh, Miami International Airport. Plenty of loading, uh, plenty of loading doors, parking space, 207 parking spaces and uh, backup generator for the entire uh, refrigerated space so in, in in south florida we have hurricanes during the summer so it's important to have the backup generator that will power the um the warehouse and will keep the perishables items uh fresh during during any downturns of electricity so this building is available for sale or lease uh, you can visit doralbuilding.com for uh, for information and to look at the pictures and, and we also have a virtual tours and video um, we'd love to see uh, um, you taking a look at the building and you can contact us for for any uh, information or any tours and lastly um, before we go i want to um, just give our take on what the effects of covid 19 has been on these uh, on the industrial real estate you may have seen our videos over the last couple of months giving you a, a continuous update it seems so far the industrial real estate has been the least affected by this um, pandemic um, we're currently in july and we are seeing an, an uptake in cases um, and in florida in general um, although deaths have remained low the um, overall cases have increased so um, it, will, it will hopefully we keep it under control in the next few months. But in general, the industrial real estate has been the least affected by so far by this um, by this crisis. Uh, there's still demand for warehouse space. There's still leases available. There's still um, uh, contracts being signed, negotiations. There's demand for space. Businesses on the industrial space were able to remain open, which is important as they can generate revenue. Um, investment funds continue to look at assets of industrial space. And even more, um, Wall Street have, has noticed um, industrial as a safe haven. And uh, you can probably see it on the stocks for uh, Prologis or First Industrial or Duke Realty who have large concentration of industrial space and dominate that market, continue to raise to all-time highs, whereas um, uh, REITs, 
for office space or retail have uh, continued to move down lower. Again, the next three months, maybe six months, uh, are crucial to determine the real effects of, of, the, of this pandemic in the industrial real estate market. So um, we hope to see um, a continuous growth uh, or maybe a leveling off, um, but no one knows and we'll see in the next three, six months what this pandemic did to the industrial real estate. Um, and last thing, as we always do on our, on our uh, podcast, we'll give you an, an industrial tip Hopefully this helps um, facilitate deals or negotiate deals and just giving you our experience that we see on, uh, on our daily, daily negotiations. So in this case, the industrial tip is um, for buyers. If you are in a competitive market and are looking at deals and you want to be um, different and differentiate yourself and try to get your offer ahead, uh, consider offering a delayed closing if that helps the seller. And there's sometimes the seller um, are not in a hurry to move or need to locate another space or need to find a replacement for a 1031 exchange or have business commitments that cannot be uh, met in such a short time. So consider being flexible and allowing the seller to either lease back the property for short term or delay closing for a couple months or, or depends on the time of the of the seller. So be accommodated with the seller and that, that will get you in front of other offers and will uh, almost uh, give you more certainty of getting that getting that deal. So uh, delay closing is a good strategy to be ahead of the other buyers and prove that you're really interested and you want to help the seller. Uh, and who knows, maybe the seller will give you a lower price for, give, for offering that option where other buyers um, might not be able to offer that option of delaying closing or being flexible and leasing back that property. So, uh, so that's another tip. Um, you can always visit our website, uh, warehousesmarket.com for more tips, more information, market statistics, and of course our listings. We have a warehouses from uh, 5,000 square feet all the way to over 100,000 square feet in, in South Florida. Uh, you can uh, follow me at uh, in Instagram at Edison Industrial. Uh, in Twitter at uh, Edison CRE and uh, on LinkedIn you can uh, look me for Edison Vasquez or Vasquez Edison and uh, you'll see my profile you can uh, check our posts a daily post for updates on industrial space um, here in South Florida uh, hope this helps thanks for following us and we'll see you next time take care